and things i'm the sort of person where if i walked into a tree i'd say sorry to it he has to have his dinner first if other horses are being fed he must be fed like joey is the king of the yards <laughs> everybody and welcome back to my podcast Esme's Country Life. Before we begin I just want to say a huge thank you to the sponsor of the podcast Redpost. Redpost is an equestrian and country store based in the UK but they also ship all over the world and something that I can't believe I haven't told you about yet about Redpost on the podcast is that Redpost actually they have an app so um, also on the app they do have exclusive deals and most equestrians I feel like I feel like actually I was gonna say most all equestrians we love a deal we love to save some money so if you want to go and see those deals on the Redpost app then be sure to download it on the app store it's free to download but anyway let's jump into today's episode oh my goodness I feel like I've had like I feel like I've got a lot to talk to you about but like lots of like little stories on this week's sort of update especially as last week I did a Q&A so it's actually been like a two-week update so um I thought I'd talk to you about my really fun beach day with Joey so um we've I've actually recently been shooting the new um I was gonna say autumn winter then that's already done that's complete (laughs) um you guys know what those are but the new spring summer collection for Lemieux now most years um everything's a little bit disorganized and we end up shooting these spring summer colors normally like January February time like in the depths of winter before spring comes around and it's always really tricky to try and make the photos look really spring-like one year I remember me and I think it was Casper we went up on the hills it was minus four degrees and up on the hills like it gets windy as well so it felt like I had like a proper arctic blast on me while I was just there in a short sleeve t-shirt so this year I've been very thankful that Lemieux very kindly sent me everything like half a year early pretty much so I've been busy shooting all of that content trying to get that done before all the autumn winter kind of well I was gonna say leaves come out leaves go away but you know what I mean when they start to turn orange and brown and that sort of thing so the last two weeks I have me and Joey have been on it Joey has been our photo shoot horse um for that so where we've been everywhere we've been to the hills actually we had we actually got a little bit lost on the hills like it's the same route we do every time but the thing that threw us off is that on the hills sometimes there's quite a lot of cows and there's also like a bull sometimes in there as well and basically all the cows were blocking our normal gate that we go through so um we went past the gate entrance me and my dad he was on his bike we were just having a bit of a jolly like in between taking photos we were just like chatting away and then I was like I don't really recognize this field that we're in and we kept looking around we're like oh I think we might have missed the gate or missed the turning luckily we just um we thought you know what we can see the hedge at the end we can see the sort of dead end you never know there might be a gate around the corner luckily there was the gate was open we just went trotted on through back into the correct field that we should have been in and we were back on track back on the bridal path so that was quite interesting went for a little little bit of a detour um also took joey to the woods as well which he loved what we did was actually on that particular day we did like a few photos in the woods and then once we got all the content that we needed i just took him for a little hack on his own and i normally would 
with my horses like I often um because my horses are kept at my parents house there's often at least like one family member where I'm like I'm gonna go and hack one of the horses does anyone want to come with me which especially when I'm on Joey because he is a bit of a taller horse Casper's all right because I can like get on from the ground without a mountain block or anything but Joey because he's just that bit higher up um it's a little bit more difficult if um you get to one of the gates on my bridle path which is just so tricky to do while being on a horse I know there's like I know I've done my little working equitation practice and all that kind of thing of um being able to open and close gate on a horse which to be fair both of my horses are very good but there's this one which is just on a steep hill and it just slams back at you and it's just not that fun so um often if I do actually it's I mean it's a lot safer when you're going on a hack to have a friend or family member with you just in case you never know what could happen but anyway took him for a little trot around the woods um and yeah he was really good like often he normally has like another horse that's with him that he follows or basically my dad he likes following my dad my dad is like his human that you know that knows that he's safe with but yeah he was such a good boy had a little canter like he's just been happy as Larry lately everyone always asks for like a little bit of a Joey update and especially after his injury now he's you know fully healed we've just been going out and having some fun really so um that gets on to sorry back onto the beach that is what I was going to talk about so Joey and I had a lot of fun at the beach um it was actually one of those trips which is kind of a bit spontaneous kind of not it was like the day before we checked the tides because it's one of those beaches that you can only go to when the tide is out because if not there isn't really any sand like we're a pebbly beach um but anyway luckily there was like it was like the tides were out but not like as out as they like could be but it was enough where we were like okay we can probably go to the beach that morning got up went to the yard and we were like oh it's a bit cloudy outside and we were like oh is this gonna look spring summer even though it actually is summer like come on UK get the sunshine out so we were like oh no are we gonna still do it and then like the tide and everything and we decided you know what let's just go let's just have some fun So anyway, we arrived at the beach, quickly got him tacked up because again, there wasn't much beach left. So it was kind of like action stations. Let's go. Boom, boom, boom. And then as we arrived, also another horse box arrived. And um, part of me was like, oh no, Joey's going to get excited because he's going to have a friend or he's going to be distracted. And then also part of me was like, girl, I thought like we were a little bit late to the whole getting to the beach situation. Like they arrived after us. So I didn't feel as bad. Um, Anyway, we went down. We took some photos and then when the other horse came down, once they'd like tacked up and everything like that, um, Joey was brilliant for the photos because he was just looking off into the distance at this other horse with his ears forward. You know, I always say like sometimes when there's another horse, Joey goes into stallion mode, even though he's a gelding, do not worry. Like he doesn't do anything like um, wild, but he just, you know, when horses just, they puff themselves out a little bit more, they just kind of like put their head a little bit higher. And I was like, oh, someone's showing off. So anyway, um we took some lovely photos of him you know posing all that kind of stuff do you know what I'm actually kind of upset that we've shot it so in advance because I can't show you any of this content until next year which feels like a long long way away um maybe I'll post some in black and white and then I'll just have to like post it again later (laughs) but um again confidentiality I'm not allowed to tell you guys anything I hate being that like person that social media person which is like oh I've got some exciting plans but I can't tell you like it's just really annoying it's like girl just tell me like come on now um but anyway after we took the photos like it and all the like kind of a bit of content that kind of thing I was like you know what 
I'm going to go over. I'm going to go and make friends. So I went over, obviously didn't get too close to the other horse because, you know, I was going to say strange danger, but <laughs> that, I don't know if that works with horses. Strange horse, strange. Just, just be careful. You never know. Some horses can, you know, not be as friendly as mine. Mine always want to make friends. Whoever the horse is, Joey and actually Casper's a little bit more introverted, but still, if there's another horse, he will want to make friends with them. So anyway, I could tell when I was walking like over, Joey had that little bit of a faster walk. Like he does normally have a very lazy like donkey walk. So he had, you know, he had a bit of a faster walk. He was strutting his stuff. And I was like, oh, hi. Like, because um, they, their horse was very brave in the water. I think they go to the beach quite regularly. Um, so anyway, they were like proper, like in the water. Like Joey, like there are some like puddly bits, which um, where the sand kind of dips that fills with water which is fine and going in that but joey doesn't like going in the actual sea just because he doesn't understand that the water moves towards him so when the water moves towards him he's like oh fella don't come near me no 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 you're getting in my personal space do not touch me but when the sea goes back um out again he's like yeah you move away from me i'll walk towards you yeah you back it up kind of thing so then it just ends up joey standing next to the sea and just like moving forward and backwards as the tide goes in and out and i'm like come on joey get in the water and he's like nah this looks a bit dodgy to me mate nah not for me no thank you so anyway he saw the other horse there and it was kind of like at first he was like oh I really want to go and see the friend but also I'm not sure about the water and he was just kind of like trying to make a decision of what he wanted to do with his life like he was just having a little horsey crisis (laughs) anyway um but obviously before I got too close to the other horse I was like hiya do you mind if we like come and follow you into the water and like "No, no no that's fine so anyway Joey um met his new friend Hope and um Hope very kindly gave Joey the confidence to get in the water and get near her and they were both so good like Joey was like at first he was a little bit unsure especially as once he was actually in the water don't worry we didn't go like super deep we weren't like swimming or anything like that would have been a little bit too much for the poor boy his brain had already like exploded a little bit at the thought that he was actually in the sea um but it was when the slightly bigger waves came over and crashed and like you know all the like foam comes in basically whenever the phone would come near him and kind of like go under him he'd like give it like a little bit of a side eye he was like girl you're getting a little bit close again um but he was really good and his confidence really started to build up and there was one bit where we started trotting through the water which was probably really good for them like going obviously always be careful if you do take your horses to the beach and depending on where you live and where you are um you know some some beaches you have to be really careful when you do go there on horses like I know quite a lot of the really popular ones you can't go on in the summer or you can but it has to be like 4 or 5 a.m before peak times luckily our beach you can go all year round at whatever time because not that many people go because it's a pebble beach most of the time apart from as I said before when the tides go out um but yeah Joey's confidence started to build and oh yeah sorry what was I'm really good at going off topic you guys know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while what I was originally my line of thought was talking about how um going to the beach is really good for your horses for like their muscles it's a bit like going in like a water treadmill but of course always you know be careful i've heard like some absolute horror stories which send shivers through me of people taking their horses to the beach and getting stuck in like fishing line or they're just being like rubbish in the water and like stepping on a can of something or you know that kind of stuff so really do be careful and look out luckily we the beach that i go to is a relatively like it's a pretty clean beach as beaches go so again i said 
It's not very busy. There isn't really much of a car park. As I was saying before, it's a little bit like going to the water treadmill for the horses. I mean, I don't I don't think I've, no, I, I've never taken my horses to the water treadmill before. I feel like that's something that would be really fun, but I just don't know what they'd think to it. Like, let me know if your horses have been to one and what their first experience was like, because it must be quite weird. Like, I find it sometimes, you know, when I go to the gym and I go on the treadmill to start with, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fall off. I'm going to go off the end. I'm going to go flying. You have to kind of like get your legs kind of into the rhythm and then you're all right. Sometimes I feel like if I don't think about it, I'm fine. But if I think about it too much, that's when I get a bit like discoordinated. Um, but anyway, so the um, girl that I met there, apparently um, she's like, seen me before and that kind of thing at horse shows before. And I, I, do, I did think when I saw her, I was like, I really recognise you so there we go small world of horses but I think her horse she was saying um was currently like maybe been on box rest or like they were rehabbing it so that's why they decided to take her to the beach and um get in the water and get her legs moving so it was probably very good for Joey as well after you know all the things that he's been through um his injury though like I did talk to my physio when he did have it all being like should I take him to the water treadmill would that be good for rehab but because a lot of Joey's injury was wounds because you know he severed an artery sorry off to uh, I've finished the, the gruesome topic don't worry um yeah basically she was like I would be more worried about infection um in his wounds than you know rehabbing so anyway um obviously I did all the rehab but you know I mean rehab in a water treadmill but anyway so Joey had a blast we even cantered through the water quite a few times actually and all the photos I've currently been recently editing all the footage back and he had his ears forward and like almost all of the photos and the videos and he was just so happy like he had like a proper like slobber chops as well like Joey is the sort of horse where when he's excited or when he's happy he gets such a wet mouth like he just has like foam coming out of his mouth probably like to a non-horsey person you must be thinking like oh my gosh has this horse got like rabies or something like what is this foam coming out of his mouth but he just gets so excited it's just like his happy thing I guess like dogs you know they get a bit licky or a bit like excited sometimes I mean they do drool when they get excited about their food but yeah anyway when I go to shows with Joey we sometimes have to we always have to bring like a Joey slobber cloth with us because at shows like obviously it's a very exciting time there are lots of other horses he's having a bit of a party you know he's got his head held high he's showing off he's in stallion mode but anyway yeah we had such a lovely time at the beach and to think that we almost didn't go because of the tides and the weather and the sun even came out as well so we also have a little bit of a tradition at that beach of going to the starbucks on the way home because there is like a starbucks at one of like the roundabouts and we were like do we go today or not because sometimes joey joey is the sort of horse where he gets quite sassy in the horse box like he will literally we'll stop at like a red light or something and he won't do anything like nasty like he doesn't like proper like kick kick the horse box like some horses do but sometimes he'll just kind of like be a little bit unsettled like he'll maybe like stamp a hoof just a little bit more forceful than he really needed to or he'll just kind of like sway from side to side but in like a passive aggressive kind of way <laughs> you can see him in the back or sometimes he'll even neigh and he's like guys hurry up why have we stopped the carriage is moving <laughs> like joey really i feel like a lot of my instructors or people that i worked with with him like this horse definitely thinks the world kind of revolves around him like at dinner time he has to have his dinner first if other horses are being fed he must be fed like joey is the king of the yard so it's quite it's quite good to getting him out of out and being like actually 
the world doesn't revolve around me. There are other horses in this world as well. But anyway, yeah, he had he had great fun at the beach, and that was kind of our beach experience, really. So I don't really know. If I was gonna not a motto. I was gonna say there's probably like a meaning to that story. Maybe some days where you think, oh, maybe today's not the day to go to the beach. Go to that beach if you had the time. You can make the time. Go for it. From Joey, now on to Casper. Now, you guys, if you've been listening for a while, you will know that um, I have been hacking out with a friend lately with Casper who keeps her horse at stables not too far away. We've been meeting up on hacks and that kind of thing. And I feel like every time we go for a hack, there is some sort of drama. There is some sort of chaos. And oh boy, you are not disappointed in this episode. Because again something dramatic happened we've had the sneezing sheep we've had the slobber on someone else like the sneeze or the slobber on someone else's car this one didn't involve sneezing actually so a little bit different oh we had the actually it happened again it happened again i was gonna say we didn't have any poo stories but i do have a poo story for you it happened again casper trotting along well i think we were just walking actually suddenly puts on the brakes now casper is the sort of horse when he needs to go he needs to go actually i think the whole time i have owned casper in an arena in an um, that was a real, real mouthful there sorry in an arena casper has probably pooed about five times with me joey on the other hand he will poo every time we go into an arena he will like he does one lap and it's the first lap he's like yep yeah, time to crack that one out literally every time even when I would hack to my instructor's yard he would save that poo save it all the way there as soon as he gets into that arena he's like yeah now's the time let's go so embarrassing everywhere we go in a warm-up in the ring oh my gosh the other day I can't even believe I told didn't tell you this I feel like this is such like a horse person conversation so I really apologize if talking about poo is not for you but Joey, I think he did about six poos in the matter of about an hour or, not, or two hours. He pooed in the wash bay. He pooed in the horse box. He pooed once we arrived. He pooed in the horse box on the way home. And then once I was washing him off in the wash bay, he pooed again and then let him out into the field, did another poo. And I was like, Joey, where is all this poo coming from? Like, oh my goodness. Like, I know it's exciting going out, but goodness grief that's like almost your daily allowance of poo all in one time i mean horses do do like nine to ten poos a day but i feel like he was i was gonna say taking the piss but taking he was taking the poo anyway um back to what i was saying um anyway casper he is a shy pooer like he will only really go unless he really needs to go and he can't it will have to be like an absolute emergency for him to poo in any gate faster than halt. So anyway, we were walking along and I don't know if it's because he was with a friend and he got excited or what. Um, it was actually, my friend was on a different horse today. So the horse that Casper previously almost pooed on his head, it was a different one. Casper almost pooed on a lady's head. And anyway, he suddenly hit the brakes, tail went up, no warning, poop came out this poor mare her head because obviously she wasn't expecting casper to suddenly slam on the brakes her head was literally almost directly under his tail and it happened again for the second time and i feel like once it's like oh that's a little bit funny oh you know <laughs> like sorry about that that's a bit embarrassing second time though i'd say that's that's no coincidence casper you are a dirty horse so anyway he did that and i was like i'm so sorry um and then on our hack, 
Um, so the person that the horse that we were with is a bit of a younger horse. They haven't done much hacking. Um, my friend had never hacked her horse across the bridle path and like cantered before. So I was like, okay, first canter. I was like, you go ahead because her horse is very fast, like show jumping wise, like she's having to hold this horse back sometimes. (laughs) So I was like, you go first. I don't want your horse to end up bolting. I want it to be a nice positive experience for you. Casper, he's been around these parts many a years. Like I've had Casper for like 10 years now, I want to say. Yeah, that is, that is wild. Almost 10 years. So anyway, I was like, look, we've been through here loads of times before. Like he doesn't find it exciting anymore. Like a lot of the time, like canter and Casper does like the most lazy, lollopy, lopy canter. So I was like, okay, you go in the head. We'll go at the back. So anyway, she, <laughs> she's getting her horse going. And Casper out of nowhere was like, oh yeah, we are cantering. And as soon as her horse goes into canter and I gave him like the tiniest squeeze, the tiniest weeniest squeeze, Casper decides, I'm going to do a 180 buck rear squeal fest. I don't know what happened. All I know is that my eye, my life flashed before my eyes and I was holding on for dear life. I stayed on because I've had Casper for 10 years and I have hopefully learned how to sit his antics. But I was like, oh my gosh, I was not expecting that. I knew he was going to be excited. I knew he might be a little bit stronger than normal, but I did not know whatever he did happened. It was honestly like he was doing some sort of like martial arts. I was like, what is this? Anyway, my friend was as happy as Larry, cantering in the front. And then I was behind on Casper, who I felt like I was riding a kangaroo, was bouncing around like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, my friend, I need to catch up. I need to be in the lead. I'm so excited. And I was like, Casper, I kept like, (laughs) she she could really just hear me in the background being like, Casper, you're almost 18. You're an old man. Where is this from? Where is this excitement and the speed? Where is this Casper when I do flat work? Like, he does not normally exist. Who, like, someone fed my horse something weird? Like, is this still Casper? Anyway, after that, got to the end of the field. I was still alive, still in one piece. We were all good. My friend was like, were you right back there? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we were fine. We were chill. We were all right. <laughs> um, and she had a very lovely, positive experience for her first canter across the bridal path. Um, me and Casper, it was, you know what? Got my blood pumping. It was an it was an adrenaline rush. It was fun. It was all good. But I was like, oh my gosh, Casper, I was not expecting that. So that was our um, interesting antics on our hack. I can't believe I haven't told you this yet, but I have discovered a new friend at the yard at the stables. So the other day, I was in Mickey's stable mucking out. And I just kept her hearing this like flapping all these noises. And I was like, what is going on? So anyway, my dad gave me a leg up, climbed up, um, like basically scaled the wall of Mickey's stable, had a look. And basically the way the stables kind of are is, um, you know, the kind of bit that sticks out over where the stable door is. So they have like shelter if it rains and stuff. There's kind of like a little bit of a ledge there or a little bit of a perch. And I had a little look inside and there are pigeon babies. I mean, I say pigeon babies. They're, well, they're pigeons that are 
not adults. They're, I mean, they're not like proper babies where they look like little, I was going to say something, I don't know if I can say that or not, if that's friendly, family friendly or not. But basically, little baby birds sometimes look like little ball sacks. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if I can keep that in or not. I hope nobody gets upset, but they do. Like, it is true. You know what I mean. Um, but anyway, so they don't look like that. They have feathers. They look a little bit more cute. Um, but anyway, so they were just chilling. I mean, it was very sad. There were, there were two, I was going to say, they're probably like adolescent pigeons, but adolescent pigeons doesn't sound as cute as baby pigeons. Baby pigeons sounds cuter, even though they don't look cuter, but you know what I mean? But anyway, and then there was also, um, there was also a dead one and it was very sad. And I was like, oh, Mickey's stable has been smelling a bit funky for a while. That's probably it. I just thought Mickey was smelling a little bit funky and something was going on there. Like, Mickey Mickey is the worst to muck out. He has... Oh, I feel like this whole episode has just been me talking about toilet things. I really apologise if anybody is eating during this podcast. But I feel like if, if you've been listening for this long now, you'll know that this is not the podcast to have your dinner to. Or if you're just like me and these things don't make you feel squeamish. But Mickey is just like, I think it, due to his cushings, like he is the wettest horse in his stable. Like his shavings are the most saturated. Like it smells the most. His poos are pretty wet as well from his medication. So, I mean, it's easy to muck out in a sense where you just like yep just shovel everything out there's no like separating or dissecting dissecting sounds really gross you know what i mean like it feels like sometimes when you're mucking out you're like panning for gold different type of gold though i mean some people sell horse manure and get quite a lot of money from it on like the side of the road i don't know if actually there would probably be some weirdos that would want to buy my horse's poop and not because they want to put it on their flowers but anyway moving swiftly on from that conversation um yeah, so I found some new friends in Mickey's stables. So that was that was my little um, update for you all. Um, Mickey, on the other hand, I can't believe I haven't told you about this yet. I, I don't know, actually, I don't know if I should tell you this or not. Maybe I won't tell you who we're dressing up as. But me and Mickey have dressed up for Halloween. Yes. It's, I know it's a little bit early. We're still like quite a far, you know, we're a month away from Halloween yet. It's only early October, but we've done it also um if you're listening if you're actually watching the podcast you might see that my hair is looking a little bit more well put together than usual that's because i had the hairdressers today because i did the halloween filming yesterday and i thought if my you know hair doesn't if it doesn't look good you know if basically basically there was some pony paint involved and i thought if i can't get this out of my hair at least hopefully sophie my hairdresser can you know sort it out she can help me so um anyway me and Mickey had fun. Mickey is still... No, he's it's all, it's pretty much all washed out now. A bit like when I did the Barbie video. Like, for, like, maybe, like, a day afterwards, he had, like, a tint of pink for a little bit. Well, anyway, he's got a little tint of green now. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to give too much away. Also, I had, like, loads of face paint on and um, eyeliner. And I'm not really an eyeliner sort of person. And, oh, my gosh, I did not realise how difficult eyeliner is to take off with, like, makeup wipes or, like, makeup remover and that kind of thing. I'm not really a makeup wipe person. I don't know why I said that. I'm more of, like, a cotton pad with, like, actual, like, makeup remover liquid. Um the wipes I just find like they proper like cut me up like my face feels like I've been rubbed raw when I use those I don't know what it is they I just don't find them soft at all like cotton pads find so much better although I should probably start getting like those reusable ones but I feel like a lot of the time my face is just so disgusting that I'm like that just needs to be 
that needs to be recycled like that needs to go away <laughs> like um but anyway um yeah I was worried that when filming this podcast today I would still have like a bit of eyeliner left like resemblance residue residue is that the right word anyway having like a little bit of eyeliner left on and you guys would be like oh Esme's gone for a little bit of different look she's looking a little bit more more gothic like I feel like some eyeliner just looks oh yeah like pretty like she's got like a lot of makeup on that kind of thing like this was like proper intense like in my waterline almost got it in my eye like all over black eyeliner like a very different look to me I am more of like a pastel kind of you know basic I guess you could say kind of um gal but there we go I feel like I'm looking relatively normal today so that's all good I don't I don't still have blue or red left on me so it's all good because actually tomorrow on the well the day that I'm recording this tomorrow I'm off to Hoy's and I'm yeah doing meet and greets and things so really looking forward to that so I am all good and all happy that I will be looking like myself for Hoy's and not like oh Esme's gone for a little bit of a bit of a different look um but anyway yeah that was um me and Mickey's exciting time dressing up for Halloween I cannot wait for you guys to see it I feel like I don't want to like feel like I'm tooting my own horn but I feel like this has been probably the best dress up I've done like I, I sound like I'm a professional dressing up person like I said in the video um when you watch it like I am not a cosplayer or someone that regularly dresses up like I just do this for a bit of a jolly like it was no way at all like a tutorial in how to do this this is just me and my horse having some fun coming up to Halloween so there we go Something new I've actually done for the first time recently is I actually did a little bit of a TikTok live, which I feel like at first I was like, I've never, I've never actually done anything live before on the internet. I've gone this long in my social media career. Actually, that is a lie. I've done one live once and that was at the Liverpool International Hall Show. They were like, Esme, can you just be on like a live for one second? Like I was literally there. I was like, okay, guess I'm, guess I'm doing this kind of thing. Like no preparation, which I feel like was the best way to do if it was like oh yeah you've got to be live and like I had like an hour to think about it I'll be like oh you know heart palpitations kind of thing like I don't know it just seems a little bit more scary it's a little bit out of control like all those eyes on you at once but um that was just like a walk around the shopping area kind of thing and I feel like I just went into chatty esme mode where I'm just like verbally chatting everything that comes into my brain like I do on the podcast really um but anyway I thought you know what I'm getting ready. I was going out for a meal with my friend afterwards and I was like, normally I don't get ready in the evenings. Like now is the perfect chance to do a live because I'm getting ready. I have something to do. So I'm not just sitting there like a melon being like, what do I talk about? So if I couldn't think of anything to say, I was just talking about how I was doing my makeup really. So I probably was on the live for... Um, I was thinking, you know what, I feel like 20 minutes is a good length, and I think I ended up being on there for like half an hour, 40 minutes, so we're on there a while, I even finished my makeup, and I was like, I just want to carry on answering your guys' questions, because you had so many of them, but yeah, I think there, like for my first live, where I was just like, hey guys, like, just come on, I'm doing something, like, there was no, like, pre-warning, or being like, hey everyone, I'm doing a live on Tuesday at this time, it was literally like, I'm live, come and join me um, on my story anyways so um there was quite a lot of you that watched as well so yeah it was really good fun I'll have to do another one I really enjoyed like chatting to you all I feel like it was just like my podcast but live really it was just me like chatting about just random stuff really so there we go that was good fun I was worried that um I might get like some really weird questions or interesting questions especially especially if there were people that weren't my like normal audience watching also please tell me I'm not the only person that have seen seen this on my for you page but I f- feel like I 
I was like, if this happens, I will be so excited. But I feel like they probably do it with people that have like not many people watching so they can see the comments because, oh my gosh, you guys are answering like asking so many questions like the chat was it was flowing it was going so fast so thank you to everyone that was on my live and asked all the questions and that kind of thing um but anyway sorry what i was going back onto is you know there's like those people and they go basically they go into random people's lives and they'll take a screenshot of their face and then they'll put it into one of those editing apps where you can like change the person's hair color or like add glasses or like change the color of their t-shirt that they're wearing and put like a different background and then they'll set it as their profile picture and then they'll just like comment in the live being like oh my gosh we look alike or like we're twins or like you're my doppelganger and anyway and I always find like in those videos the person who if they're a girl they're always like really offended and they're like oh my gosh I do not look like that like I, I don't know like mm, I don't really see it or like they're always like a little bit like nah I don't, I don't think so and then if it's a guy they're always like so excited they'll be like oh my gosh no way we look so alike like that is scary no 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 that can't be real like that kind of thing although actually I saw one girl and she did like she was like did the best like response to it she was like so excited it was like girl you're so pretty like that kind of thing like it was lovely so I was I was like oh, I really hope I get one of those because I'd love to I feel like it would just be so funny I would so be down for that so I, I feel like if you guys are listening to this there'll be someone now someone now who's listened to the podcast being like I need to let Esme's dreams be real of someone <laughs> like basically screenshotting my face and being like we look like twins um I would love to know like if there's someone out there that's like my celebrity I was gonna say celebrity um like you know twin is that the is that what people say I feel like that's not doesn't double gang sounds like too much of a mouthful I was gonna say celebrity crush but that isn't that's something totally different um I feel like the ones I get most is Elle Fanning who is Aurora in Maleficent or I also get Daisy Ridley who is Rey in Star Wars, but I feel like younger me when um, I had brown hair, looks like that, or darker hair. I feel like I can, my, also, that one I actually had twice in real life as well. Like, I feel like it's, um, every now and again, I'll just like get a random person. They're like, oh my gosh, you look so much like this person, like just out of the blue. Um, so I had that once, I was at the beach with my friends and this girl just came up to me. I was like, oh my gosh, you look so much like Daisy Ridley. I just need to tell you. And I was like, oh, okay thanks and then my um back when I was in school actually my biology teacher said that I looked like her or like she he was watching the news and she was like on the tv or something and it was when she had blonde hair and was like oh my gosh that looks like Esme so I don't really personally see it but I think that's because I know my face quite well because like it sounds weird but I spend a lot of time looking at my face because I do a lot of editing of like my footage and things so there we go um I promise I don't just like spend a lot of time looking in the mirror (laughs) I mean a lot of the time when I'm editing I'm like oh my gosh I'm cringing at myself but anyway time to edit this this is my job here we go um but anyway yeah who else do I also get oh I can't remember her name it's Emma something Emma something being with B the um girl who is Maeve in sex education I've got her a few times before I was at a wedding and someone told me that and then also when I did the Barbie video a lot of you guys said that I look um even actually one of the ladies from my like so like management she said I also looked like oh my gosh, why is my favorite gone black? I'm so good at doing this in the podcast. I'll just like trail off ages. And then Margot Robbie, that's it. 
um, which I feel like is the biggest compliment in the world. So thank you. But I really, I really don't see it. But anyway, they are probably the people that I say I get, look, I get told I look like the most. Although actually, when I was in year seven, I remember going to the village shop and the girl that was working there said that I looked like um, Emma Watson or Hermione Granger. I think that's because I had like quite frizzy, curly, like brown poofy hair at the time. So, um, but I took that as a compliment because Emma Watson is very pretty. But there we go. I feel like, let me know in the comments if you're watching on that sort of platform i never know what you guys are listening on actually because i you guys listen on like all the different streaming platforms to the podcast so yeah let me let me know who you think i look like or if there's if you know it could be i was gonna say it could be your nan's dog but you never know i could look like your nan's dog so (laughs) there we go um yeah that 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 was that conversation (laughs) i feel like i'm really bad at at, like ending all the like little like bullet points i have in my head of what i want to talk about in the podcast sometimes i just end up talking about something random that just like pops into my head but um yeah that how did i even get onto that topic of lookalikes i can't even remember i'm that's where my brain goes was it when i was talking about the halloween stuff no oh tiktok live that was it I was talking about people with doppelgangers on TikTok Live. That's how we got there. Anyway, I'm very good at going off topic. (laughs) Lastly, something that I've actually really been enjoying lately is I have got back into running a little bit more. It's something that I do every now and again where I'm like, oh, for my fitness, I should probably go for a little bit of a run. But like, if you're ever feeling sad, if you're ever feeling like a bit de-energized, like that sounds like it's going to be the opposite, but literally just go for a little run gets your heart pumping I, I, I quite like my little runs because actually a lot of the time I force myself to go for a run because I either have to run to work because like my boyfriend's borrowing my car or like something's happened or someone's borrowing my car and my car's at my parents and I've been dropped off somewhere or that kind of thing and I'm like you know what I'm just I'm just gonna run to work some days I just wake up I'm like you know what today's one of those days um but no my runs really are really lovely because there's loads of cows near where we are so a lot of the time actually it's quite Oh, sorry, I had a little hiccup then. It's quite nice, actually, when I get to the cow fields because I always walk through them because I feel like don't really want cows chasing me because I feel like that is the one thing that a lot of, like, non-country people don't really realise about, you know being in the countryside and going across footpaths where there are cows cows are very inquisitive animals and a lot of the time like they just want to come over and see who you are and what you're doing and give you a little sniff or that kind of thing and a lot of people they see the cows and they run away from them the cows just want to see who you are so anyway they start running after you and that's when people can get like stampeded so um whenever i go for my run i always like walk through the cows say hello fellas or probably fellaresses that that doesn't that's not a real word but here we go i'm making it one um hello ladies that that sounds creepy i'm not gonna say that i'm just saying hi cows how you doing top of the morning i'm just going for my little walk through here i actually talk to them like that is literally like my my monologue when i'm talking to the cows like hello cows how are you doing lovely morning we have here sun shines out got some good grass oh lovely to see you matilda yeah lovely i've just like named the cows randomly i'm like all right i'm just gonna scooch on around here don't worry i'm not going near your baby your baby is protected with you and just you know give them a little chat and then once I'm far enough away, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go for a little run now, cows. Don't worry. You don't need to follow me. I'm just going for a jog. And there we go. <laughs> Please tell me I'm not the only person that like talks to livestock or animals like that on, across footpaths. I do it to sheep as well. There are just like sheep in the way. Actually, often the sheep fields are the bridle paths where I'm on the horses. I'm like, 
Oi, you, Doris down there. Yeah, you lie down. I just need to kind of scoot past. So if you want to get out of the way, oh, perfect. Thank you very much. Like I just like chat to them. I just like to let them know I'm coming through because if you're a sheep and you're lying down and you're asleep and like suddenly open your eyes and there's like a Casper near you, you're going to be like, oh my days, what is happening? Like that is one big sheep. So I just like to let, you know, let them know. It's like when um, there are really nice cyclists on the road and they see a horse coming and they always go, hello horse, I'm just coming around here. Let's say, because a lot of the time with cyclists or bikes, you can't really hear them coming. So if you're a nice cyclist and you do that, or if you're a cyclist and you didn't know, please say hello to horses. It will make a rider smile and a horse smile. Um, or if I see a bike, I always go, okay, Joey, there's a little bike behind you there. Can you see it? There we go. Well done. Let's go. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, I feel like maybe I maybe it's just me, but I love talking to people and talking to animals. I'll just talk to random things. I'm the sort of person where if I walked into a tree, I'd say sorry to it. Um, let me know if you also do that. Like, I'm just that sort of person. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I've just been really enjoying, like, a little run. I feel like, also, with my runs, I don't like... I like to do it more as, like, a... I, more of, like, a, a long distance than, like, a, a sprint. Like, I like to go for a little jog. And then if something happens, like, there's a style, I'm like, okay. I'm just going to, like, have a little walk to the style to catch my breath back. Because if you go, like, proper all-in intense, you just make it a horrible experience. Then you never want to run again. But if you just, you know, put on some good music, obviously be careful if you're running on the road because I do not want anyone getting run over. But, um, you know, listen to some good music, go for a little jog in the sunshine, which probably won't happen now. We're going into winter and autumn and that kind of thing. But still, you know, I just, I just feel like my head's a lot clearer after a run. But anyway, I think we'll probably wrap up today's episode there. Just want to say thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, feel like this one was a little bit more on the rambly side, but there's always something interesting that we end up talking about, even if it is, you know, doppelgangers and other weird strange a lot of poo sorry about that um anyway i just want to say a huge thank you to red post for sponsoring the podcast i really hope you enjoyed it and i will see you all next time thanks for listening bye